Welcome to the RM Williams Outback Podcast. I'm Terry Cowley, the Senior Associate Editor of RM Williams Outback Magazine. Thanks to Elders Insurance for sponsoring this podcast. Iconic Wave Hill Station in the Victoria River District of the Northern Territory is now under the care of only its fourth owner in 140 years. At the heart of Wave Hill's 1.25 million hectares are the people living and working there under the McLaughlin Pastoral Group banner. They're undertaking a program of major infrastructure development informed by their knowledge of effective and sustainable land management and an appreciation for the property's history, potential and future. This extends beyond the pastoral sector to recognise the significance of the 1966 Wave Hill walk-off of Gurindji Stockman protesting wages and conditions and the role the industry plays in the environmental, cultural and economic life of Australia. Outback Editor-in-Chief Mark Muller travelled to Wave Hill Station for a remarkable story that features in issue 152 of the magazine. Filmmaker Matt Woods was also there shooting and this podcast is derived from his film. Matt is the narrator you'll hear shortly. You'll also hear Mark asking the young staff members on Wave Hill some questions about the challenges and opportunities they face working on what is probably the country's most famous cattle station. Join us now on the ground at Wave Hill. It's nearly the end of the mustering season on Wave Hill Station. Staff are finishing up their breakfast and station manager Matt Wood is starting the morning briefing. Yeah, crook at all, obviously still pain still out. Stay out of the kitchen is the main thing. There's bleach in both bathrooms. At this end of the year, the team is toughened experienced and have earned their place at the table. Matt, now 37 years old, has lived and worked on stations for his entire life and was made manager on Bliner Station in the Kimberley at just 23. For the better part of two years, he's been manager of Wave Hill, having been appointed to the position by Wave Hill principal Callum McLaughlin, for whom he worked on Bliner. Plenty happening at Wave Hill today. We're three quarters of the way through our second round of mustering the breeders. So we've got two stock camps at two separate yards. We've got a boar run happening. We've got guys servicing the road train and a couple of Toyotas. And we've also got a fairly big bushfire coming at us out of the Tanami Desert, which uh, we now need to find time in our program to deal with. The main lead of the fires hit up on our yeah. fire scar here. Shay's back burn that he's done the other day and linked that fire scar to that and just trickling back nicely. Yeah. This fire's got to get back 23 kilometres to get around the end of this fire scar. We're, we're ready to go from here at a moment's notice. We can start back burning and start running the line. But it's 160 kilometres from here to the Dungowan corner. What I'm waiting for is for this wind to back off. Callum was for more than 14 years co-managing director of the McLaughlin family's Jump Buck Pastoral and today leads his own operation, McLaughlin Pastoral Group, which retains stewardship of Wave Hill, nearby Kalani Station and Springfield in South Australia. 
the McLaughlin family's been raising livestock in remote and rural outback Australia for over a hundred years. And I want to continue that tradition and legacy with my family. All up this season, Wave Hill has 25 to 30 staff, with 15 people working across two stock camps. Breeder Camp spends most of its time based out bush, while Wiener Camp primarily works from the homestead. In the smoky pre-dawn light, Breeder Camp is getting horses ready for today's muster. Joining them is Connie Wood, who, with her husband Matt, forms the senior leadership team on the station. Connie divides her time between the office, their three kids, the homestead complex and, when she can, out mustering. My role here has changed from Bliner and it's a lot more office based, there's a lot more logistics and planning that goes in that I have to support Matt with and so where I really love to be is out there in the paddock. We give people training and teach them to do things in a safe way but we also ask them to step outside of their comfort zone and push themselves to learn more about what they can actually achieve. And it's extremely rewarding for Connie and I as managers to see people grow in confidence, uh, skills, and just knowing that they've got what it takes to deal with the challenges that this job and in due course life will throw their way. You have to set an example professionally and personally to these young guys and that's challenging. That's challenging holding that space a lot for, and holding that space for other people and being there for other people when you really just want to go some days. It's, oh, can I just have some time please? So that's, but you, again, you overcome that by just taking a breath and, and realising what an impact you're making on these guys' lives. Working above the stockman and an important voice on station is Zeb Leslie a mustering pilot based in Kalkaringi. He's been contract heli-mustering on Wave Hill since 2005, and he's seen a lot. Guiding and developing young people is important to Zeb as well. Well, you don't get a choice in the people you work with, but you know, they're just out of school or green. It's our job to make them better as, as cattle. And I mean, I'm not saying they're not good people, but it's our job to make them an asset and make our jobs easy. Overseer Shay Thakra. Yeah, thrown into a leadership spot, like, at a young age, pretty challenging, but... Jess yeah. Riddell, head stockman of the Breeder Camp. Working and training young people is quite rewarding for me. It's nice seeing them at the end of the year being very capable young adults, and they, they come away with so many skills. They can be quite challenging at the start, but they are also very good at listening and learning usually. They want to learn, they come up here because they want to experience it, so they want to learn and listen. What are some of the opportunities you feel you've had on Wave? Ringer Tess Rickson. Uh, I think the massive amount of learning. Ringer Britt Clark. Well, working with some really good people, for one. Some of the challenges you face. Tess again. Um, just those long and hot days. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a dangerous job, she's got to keep a look out I suppose. Back to Brit. Adapting to new places I feel like because I've come from a very broad range of different places where they've done like different um, ways of stock work so I think that's been a challenge but it's been a good challenge. Henry Anderson, head stockman, Wiener Camp. First year as head stockman it's sort of been a bit of a challenge but I enjoy it. I certainly enjoy training young people. Some of them are pretty green when they first come here. Um, 
some of them don't, haven't even ridden a horse before or haven't ridden a motorbike, some barely seen cattle. And what are some of the opportunities you've been presented with here? Ring out oh, Josh Healy. You know, ride horse and you know, heaps of cattle work. And what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome? Ringer Charlie Waters. Rocks. Plenty of bloody rocks. Josh yeah. Healy again. From the heat. It gets pretty hot out here. For many, Wave Hill's history is of great interest. The lease was first taken up by explorer Nat Buchanan in the 1880s, then held by the Vesti family for some 70 years before passing to the Oxenfords and, in February 2021, a partnership led by Callum McLaughlin. It's been home to the Gurindji people for tens of thousands of years. And it is this connection that sees the Wave Hill name recognised by many urban Australians. In 1966, Gurindji elder Vincent Lingari led his fellow Aboriginal stockmen and their families in the Wave Hill walk-off, in protest at the poor wages and conditions offered by Vesties. This marked a pivotal moment in the history of the land rights movement. George Edwards is today the chairman of the Gurindji Aboriginal Corporation. He was born on Wave Hill, worked there as a stockman and was present in 1975 for a historically significant event. Back to Callum McLaughlin. So George, were you there on the day that, that Gough Whitlam poured the sand into Vincent Lingari's hand? Yes, I was there. Yep. And what, how did that feel? Well, that, that feel... Uh, anyway, old Vincent was proud. And even our people, because, you know, he had hand, 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 uh, sand on his hand. Yeah. Except to Vincent... Now, Vincent, this is your land. That's where you stay. <laughs> this symbolised the return of a significant portion of country back to the Gurindji people, who in 2020 were granted native title over Wave Hill. Leah Lehman is a highly regarded artist and community worker and proud of Gurindji leadership in Wave Hill's history. You know, and back then our leaders were really strong. And... Um, and they had that pride, you know. They were really proud of their cattle company. They were really mm, yeah. proud of the Proud of the, the, the working with the cattle. Yeah, working yeah. with the cattle. Yeah. I reached out to the um, elders of the, of the Gurindji mob. I just wanted to show them the respect of acknowledging their existence here and their native title. As well as developing relationships with the local community, development has been a strong theme on the pastoral side under the new ownership, both in terms of the people and through substantial land management and infrastructure work. It's not a blank canvas, but there's a huge amount of scope for us to deploy our knowledge and skills and utilise technology and use some traditional methods, you know, to create a fabulous business. So we've dropped the numbers back a bit initially until the country is well healed and rehabilitated. There's a lot of waters which need upgrading to solar. We've put in about 15 bores already in the two and a half years we've been here. We've done 100k of fencing this year. We've built in a new set of cattle yards. We've, we've already opened up 1,500 square k of country which was previously largely undeveloped. And my modus operandi is always to hand country on in better condition than when we arrived. 
So the herd we're looking to develop here will be a high-quality grey Brahmin herd. We're looking to do that because our market principally in Indonesia, which, is, which has been the biggest market for the last 30 years for this northern Australian product, that's the article that they really want. It's been a huge couple of years on Wave Hill since it was bought by the McLaughlins. If you just land on the southern side of the road train. For Matt, every day is a people and logistical challenge to keep the many different cogs on the station working together and running smoothly. We've got a lot of things going on concurrently, which is quite challenging for us to, to keep all of those pieces moving together. And just drawing on experience and, you know, getting people to push a bit harder. A year in the stock camp certainly bloody gives people some huge fortitude and that translates into the, you know, the challenges that they'll be given in the rest of their life. Connie and I have a great team here. We've got two great head stockmen, first class overseer and a whole bunch of kids that have a real can-do attitude that want to deal with these problems that come up. And they're people that want to step forward rather than step back. And they're the kind of people that make it all possible. I hope you enjoyed the trip to Wave Hill. The audio was narrated and captured by Matt Woods with Mark Muller as executive producer. Thanks to sponsors Kent, Saddlery, Yeti, Thinkwater Broom and Red Range Stock Supplements with the generous assistance of Pilates. Thanks also to Amy Craig, Callum McLaughlin, Sebastian Lipp, Claire Dasnevis and the staff on Wave Hill Station. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next episode.